Hey, thanks for joining us and listening to our podcast, The Shelleys. We're your hosts, Kayla and Seth Shelley. This podcast mainly documents our life, living up north, raising our kids, caring for our animals, really everything in between. So we really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Welcome to our life. has always drove me crazy driven me my crazy looks. no my looks drive you crazy girl for one you always take music i like and if you don't like it you will sing over it in like the worst voice or you'll change the words just to be super annoying what or another thing you do okay it's mostly just in general with music, you have a few things that bother mm-hmm. me. If I start like humming or singing a tune that comes into my head and you hear me, it's like something in your subconscious is like fighting to be the more loud person. Mm-hmm. And so you'll start singing like really loud over me. Or you will sing like a second or two off time what like do you, you were just time? doing with that song <laughs> like a bar before it actually starts you start singing it and then you start singing it again when it actually starts singing i can't help i can't help myself i i feel bad when i do it to you <laughs> i can't help myself <laughs> i know that's why i said it's in your subconscious it's just like i don't know why i do it something that happens. i think i just like to be just the alpha the center of attention I wouldn't say it makes you the alpha. Mm. I think it makes you the center of attention for sure. Maybe it makes me annoying. <clears throat> Probably I don't have any friends. Every time they try and talk, I'm like... Hey, blah, blah. I don't think so. I don't know why I do it. You've gotten better over the years at like not talking over people and listening more. Like you if used, you started You used singing. to be like that. I did? You, yeah, I remember... Even in Bible college, there were times where I'd be like, Seth, you need to let the other person talk. Oh, well, that's because it was Bible college. like. Or even after, like even your couple years after Bible college. But you're much better at listening now. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> I don't mean to me. Oh. <laughs> Just mean in well, conversation. I try to be an active listener. I try to, you know, you know what's really helped me be a better listener? What? I'm serious, though. <laughs> I feel like you're not being serious. I'm being 100% serious. You know what's helped me? What? Playing Xbox Live. How has that helped you? Because you have to listen to your teammates and what they're saying and what's going on. So like, can I play with Luke? It's very helpful to me. Mm-hmm. It helps me learn how to listen. Learns helps me learn to take my, my turn. It learns you? It learns me good. <laughs> Seriously, it does help. Because you can't just like be talking and talking when you're trying to like rush a squad or 1v1 or 360 no scope somebody. Okay. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's your boy, Seth? Coming at you live. Bing, 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 bing. It's helpful. It does help you listen. But man, it's addicting. I could play video games 
every night. Like it's to the point where there was a couple nights in a row where you weren't playing <laughs> with your friend or friends. And I was like, oh, aren't you playing with Luke or Logan tonight? I told Luke, I texted him and said, you know, you play too often when it's been a couple nights and your wife's like, is everything okay? Like, I know. I was aren't like, you with how Luke? come you haven't been playing with Luke recently? Are you guys <laughs> so on a break? I texted him after that and I said, are we on a break? <laughs> are you gaming with other people? <laughs> but we just can't game every night. And I've been falling asleep so early, man. Yeah. I mean, I can game every night and We're I do. We're still trying to sleep train our baby. It's hard. It's really hard. And I don't know why it feels so much harder with this one. Like, it's like I just can't or you can't or we both can't just commit. To just taking like one week in hardcore training like we did with our other ones. Like wishy-washy. I feel like I'm just so done most days. And I'm like, I really need you to help me. I need you to like go in there with her. And then. What is that sound? I don't know. Chickens? No, maybe it's the kettle. I don't know. So this better not be my chicken screaming. You might want to go check real quick. Just go check. Just open this window a little bit. I can't because all of your plants. Just go check. I'll pause this. Everybody, the chickens are okay. We interrupt this broadcast just to make sure. Here's the thing with sleep training. The problem I have with it. I can't do it because I lack certain qualities physiologically to get her to sleep. So the only way I can get her to go to sleep is to like full on cuddle her. So I have to cradle her in my arm and pat her bum. So if I go into sleep trainer, my night's over. I'm just going to bed. And also she's different from our other kids in the way that she won't take a soother. She will not take a soother. She's the other kids, you could pop a, a soother back in their mouth and like rock them a bit and they would find comfort in that. But she, she, I don't know. <clears throat> She's very different. She won't take a soother or a bottle. So no. So it makes it really hard. It's really made my role in what I typically do for sleep training and helping. I can't do those things. Yeah. I used to take in a bottle. I used to take in the soother. Now I have to like full on cradle her in my arms. That's the only way she'll go back to sleep, which I don't really mind. I don't mind. No, but when it's at like, well, she's almost one years old. <laughs> yeah, and she's almost one year old, so it's getting a little like, okay, go to sleep, kid. I remember our oldest Peyton though, when she was over a year, she still was waking up like three times a night, four times a night. Yeah. And you had to sleep train her for me. I don't. The problem is I don't wake up. Like, I'll be like, oh, that was a pretty good night last night, eh? you would be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's hard. It's difficult. Yeah. But, and then there's another thing that happens. So, we have this, like, love-hate relationship with the internet. Like, I love the internet, but I also hate the internet. We, I mean, we're trying to have a YouTube channel and a podcast. So, obviously, we like the internet. But I also hate the internet. And we want to live out in the country and be off-grid, but... We still have a router and Wi-Fi. And 
Charlie sleeps every night to the same music. And when the Wi-Fi is not good, some nights I feel like she's going to sleep really good and then the Wi-Fi cuts out and then her music shuts off. Yes, we have like an Alexa system that someone gifted us and we put it in the bedroom and play. And this still irks me, but whatever. Seth started playing the soundtrack to Dances with Wolves for her when she was really, really tiny. And she just seemed to really love the John Dunbar theme song. And so we put that on repeat for her every every night. Every single night. And it's whatever. I don't even like it. I just tune it out now because I've heard it so many times. I find it very relaxing. But it's like it's this like beautiful, nice song playing. And then when the Internet cuts out, it's just silence. And so everything we're doing out here just travels right down the hall into the bedroom and it wakes her up. Oh, we live in a very small house. Yeah. So I think if we put a some kind of door system up there, it would be helpful to Maybe. block off the... But how are we going to do that, you know? We could waddle it. We could make a waddle door. But well, and this, this past week, Seth was trying to restart the internet and did something to the plug in the router and it broke. Yeah, well, I just... I unplugged it because that's what you're supposed to do because it was a battery-operated router so i had to unplug it and shut off the yeah when and then you the little it in, pin to... broke so my our router yeah. broke and it was like panic it was it wasn't a panic it's weird because it's not like a panic because like <clears throat> i need to like oh i gotta check this i gotta do that but like we're trying like i said to have a youtube channel and a podcast it's like when it's on a day when things have to be uploaded it's like crap well and not to mention like everything for your job is online now so even though you do the majority of it in your office still. I still work a lot you from home. You still do a lot of work from home. And so if you can't upload it or if you can't even check on the stuff you've uploaded to make sure it's working properly, it's kind of a, oh my goodness, what am I going to do kind of situation. Yeah. That was part of it too. Like I, like you said, most of the work I do at the office, but like the editing and uploading, but then I do a lot of like checking and facilitating the online stuff that's going on with covid yeah from home so i don't have to sit at the office all day yeah i can't do that i can't send my emails i can't so yeah i have a love-hate relationship with i wish we didn't have to be so connected to the internet but at the same time mailing out vhs's to everybody so they (laughs) could watch our videos (laughs) would be hard and i i don't know about the youtube thing i'm I'm struggling with it but what do you mean I mean, I like doing it, but it's the same with this thing. Why do we even, does anybody even listen? Does anybody even watch? I think people listen to our podcast. I know my mom does. So still. does my mom. Yeah. Thank you, moms. Katie does. Yeah. It's a thing when you like, I still Raven struggle does. with it. Raven does. I still struggle with it, everybody. It's hard. But then I'll, I still want to do it. <coughs> and you need the internet to do it. Yeah, you do. I mean, our kids, like, I'm just thankful that our kids aren't addicted to it like some kids are. Mm-hmm. Even though they are fairly dependent on it. But we don't have... We make them work for it, though. They got to like, earn their TV time. We don't have an time. iPad or old phones or anything that we give them. Like, we just have the TV and an Xbox. And so they've got a few games on there that they like to play in Netflix and Disney+. Plus. It's true. 
So it's not like they all have their own devices in the room, tuning out on them or playing games all day. Like No, I don't think our kids will ever have their own <clears throat> devices until they're very old. Like 80? No, like 75. I just don't think our, I don't want our kids having devices. Like I, I mean, people can choose to do whatever they want. I'm just choosing to not give our kids phones and devices. Yeah, it's crazy how many kids in our kids' classes have their own iPads, I own iPhones, iPods. Like, it's just like electronic overload. Yeah. And it doesn't usually fare well for them when they're certain ages. I mean, I watch a lot of... <laughs> never mind, maybe I shouldn't say YouTube. That. watch a lot of YouTube, so I watch a lot of To Catch a Predator clips with Chris Hansen. And so I just won't... I'm terrified of the kids having devices. It's cra- It's crazy. It's literally insane how these predators are out there. And how easy it is to get access to your kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. I know our friend was talking about um, getting her oldest kid a phone. And she just like researched the heck out of programs that they can use that monitor every single app that their kid would use to make sure that you know they're not having inappropriate even snapchats like they found one that monitors snapchats which is good because usually they disappear and it's hard to monitor them it's like you have to be like so over cautious and careful because it's just so easy it's crazy yeah it's a crazy world we're living in yeah it is what happened to the good old days of just like party lines and letters so speaking of party lines when we were in abbotsford and you were in college we lived in this really old apartment building on campus and they used to have party lines there and every once in a while even though they didn't have the party lines because all of their wiring was so old sometimes we would get phone calls for a different apartment because each apartment had like their own extension. Or you'd be on the phone. Yeah. And they would and pick up their phone. And someone would pick up their phone and they'd be in your phone call. It was so weird. And they tried to get people to come and fix it. But so, they would have had to put a whole new system well, in. What happened, don't you remember the one guy that came? And he opened up the panel and he said, I've legitimately never seen yeah. something like this ever. <laughs> He's like, this is the oldest phone setup I've ever seen. And so what happened is when they built the college, I guess they had it donated. Yeah. So they just like plugged it in and then they like Mickey Mouse it. And he was like, I and he's like, I don't even know where to start. You'd have to redo the whole thing. So it was great. And it was so random. It was. You'd be fine for months and never have a problem. But then all of a sudden, it for yeah, like you'd be on the phone and then all of a sudden you hear someone else be like. You'd be combined with someone else's phone line. Yeah. Like weird. you'd be like, pick up the phone, dial Kayla. Hi, Kayla. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, hello, hello, hello. And be like. Who is this? Be like, Elf, why are you on the line? Elf, hang up. I'm on the phone. He'd be like, hello, hello. It was so weird. It was weird. How did you remember that? Oh, because I said party lines. You said party lines, and that's the only time I've encountered something like that. Yeah. I don't know. There used to be the lines where you'd have to, like, go down to your neighbor's house to use the phone, too. Yeah, like, down the street or something. Yeah, because, like, there would be one phone line for, like, a whole concession. Hello, operator. (laughs) That'd be cool, though. Hey, you know what I like? It's kind of like community mailboxes. 
community mailboxes. It's like what we have, like a community mailbox. So like a community phone line. Mm. Like Except we each all have our own mailbox. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. It's one. like, oh, you know what I mean. Why do you got to do that to me? Because <laughs> you do it to me. <sighs> you know what I mean? And yet you'll just go on like I'm talking gibberish. So you got to remind me to check the mail tomorrow. Because here in British Columbia, the government, ICBC, the Crooked Car Insurance Corporation, is apparently giving us a rebate, which I'm excited to see how much we're getting. Because the the whole idea is like, like, with COVID, people have been driving less, less accidents. So ICBC is like, well, we're going to rebate people money based on their premiums that they pay. So we pay roughly a month. I, I don't know what we pay. Like 300 bucks for insurance between the two vehicles. Is it that much? Well, what's the truck? 180 that was about 180 yeah. yeah and then i think the explorer is over 100 is it or it's around 100 oh, so i'm hoping that we get a decent amount but some people have been getting in the mail a whopping total of guess how much well you know so why don't you tell them like one dollar one dollar i've seen pictures of it people get like one or three dollar like checks postage costs more than the check that they're sending to someone i wouldn't i'd be offended if you sent me a one dollar check you're just gonna ruin my day like, why not just give a $1 credit on the next bill? Why not just do nothing? If but you're like, going to do a $1 thing, do that's nothing. That's what I mean. If you're going to go that far. They're not going that far. They're giving you a dollar. No, if you're going as far as like printing a check and mailing a check, why not just give a $1 credit? Oh, just don't even do anything. Just mail a letter that says, we're not doing anything for you. We suck. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Just think about it a different way. Okay? Think about it this way. Imagine you get pulled over. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the police officer pulls you over, makes you go through all the rigmarole, and he writes you a $1 ticket. It's just a waste of time. It's almost offensive. Like, you pulled me over for a $1 infraction? Yeah. That's right. I pulled you over because you were <laughs> like, <laughs> I know it's probably like people say, oh, but it's just a computer. But, but they could have said some like algorithm. Someone signs that check. Mm-hmm. It just seems like such a waste of money to me. Keep the money. Keep the dollar. If it's not at least $10, don't give it to me. They have no objection to gouging you for tons of money any other time of the year. Right? No. They, like they want as much money from you as possible and they don't bat an eye. Yeah. So why bother wasting their time? Yeah. Spent, well, here's like sending a dollar check. Here's the biggest irony of it, right? ICBC is notorious for wasting money. And they're always on the hot seat for wasting money. And like bonuses and always like just bad fiscal management, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to do this. As like a PR thing to be like, we're not so bad with our money. We'll respect you. And then they spend $5 to send you $1. Like, you're not helping yourself here, ICBC. You're kind of proving our point. Yeah. Anyways. But then some people are getting like <coughs> almost $300 back. And I think on average nice. they said people are going to get 250 Okay, so when I... $2.50, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, is hoping that we get, I'm hoping we get a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's probably not going to happen. We're probably going to be the people that get a dollar. Oh, you'll hear about it if we do. You will hear about it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, what's the lamest thing someone's ever given you? The lamest like in that thing? vein, like someone they gave you something, you're like, why'd you even give this to me? What's the point? I don't know. Hmm. What about you? I don't know. Maybe this one dollar check if I get one. I don't know if I, I, I'm too sentimental. No, that's not true. I've I've been given a few things before. That I'm like, this is offensive. Like, someone gave me shirts. I think I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Someone gave me a bunch of shirts because they said we want you to wear nice shirts. <laughs> I thought that's rude. It is rude. But no one's ever given me a dollar check. I thought you were gonna say an Eminem bowl. No, that was kind of funny. Hmm. That Eminem bowl just got passed around year to year. Ugh. Hey, what kind of? Uh, never mind. I was gonna tell a joke, but I won't. Why? It's just so random. It's it's not going to help my case. Was it funny? I don't know. What, what kind ca- of vegetable should you drive, bring with you in your car in case you get a flat? Uh, asparagus. An, uh, asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Is it because you were looking around looking at all my vegetable plants? No. What was that joke I heard the other day that I just... Speaking of asparagus, if I may say, yeah, go ahead. I thought this is going to be the year that I'm going to try growing asparagus, and I really knew nothing about it. And I'd look at the package, and it said, can start to yield, like, enough for you to harvest in the second year. Yeah, it's a long-term commitment. So I was like, I'm not doing that. The cool part is, though, there's a place in Ontario where I grew up where... Isn't that the beginning of the Marineland song? There's a place I, I know in Ontario. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, see, I had to sing it with you. I couldn't even let you sing it. What's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> and there's an old homestead somewhere from like the 1300s. It's not the 1300s. I'm just joking. <laughs> it's old though. And they, there was wild spirit. Well, what would you call it if it's not wild? Like cultivated... Wild? You're talking like an American again. Cultivated asparagus. It's like wild asparagus. Wild asparagus. It was what cultivated. It wasn't wild. No, it was like, what do you call asparagus that's not wild? Like, that's asparagus that someone planted. Domesticated. Domesticated asparagus. asparagus. <laughs> but it was a long forgotten farm. And there was a spot where you could go into the forest. and Or maybe it was a meadow. And you could pick asparagus. And my friend Eric never told me where it was because it was like a secret, well-guarded thing. Didn't we come across an old homestead that had just wild vegetables? Uh, yeah, there's some rhubarb and there was some where peas. Was that? And that was in Alberta. Yeah. It was like in the middle of a forest. Well, it wasn't in the middle because no, we drove we were, up close to it. It was we in Alberta. Just driving down like an old country road. But it was overgrown. And we saw this old like building and we thought oh we'll stop and take pictures here this looks like a cool spot and obviously they had veggies there yeah there at was one point there was like peas <clears throat> and beans and asparagus no what's no. the other one called rhubarb rhubarb i was gonna yeah. say avocados <laughs> it was the <laughs> no darndest thing that avocados growing <laughs> in the middle of alberta <laughs> and i was like hot dang i did notice our it's coconuts trees our rhubarb. rhubarb. <laughs> Why, Why can't I say that word now? It's starting to grow out back there. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick it all. I'm going to make a whole bunch of rhubarb jelly and 
like I did a couple years ago, and just put it in cans and never open it. Last year, I picked our rhubarb with every intention on making strawberry rhubarb pie, and I never bought strawberries. You never bought strawberries? No. They're I, so easy to I buy. Never, I never did buy them to make the pie. Oh. Wish we could grow our own strawberries. I've tried. The only time I've grown... Chickens ruined them all a couple years ago. The only time I've grown my own is through a plant fundraiser at Peyton School when we were in Prince George. And it was a basket. And they were these super tiny little ones. They were really sweet and good, but they were so small. If you want to have a lot of strawberries <clears throat> that you can like eat, you have to have a lot of strawberry plants. So, a family we knew growing up, we rented a basement suite in their house. They had rows of strawberries, and they were so good, and they grew so well. It was, it was awesome. It's, a, it's another long-term commitment. I feel like a lot of plants need a lot of commitment. Berry plants. <laughs> oftentimes, you need a few years for them to fully grow. Well, you well. bury all the plants, don't you, when they're seeds? Uh, don't ew. you? What plants don't you bury? <sighs> what? <laughs> well, I think that's... I think that about wraps it up, folks. <laughs> What's that sound Amos does? <laughs> What's the sound he does? Silence, because he never talks to me. Ooh. Ooh. Anyways, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Thanks for putting up with Seth's American accent. I don't have an American accent. <laughs> What's wrong with that, huh? You're Canadian. How do you know? Because you just know. Well, see you later, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We really hope that you uh, maybe related or got something out of it. Thanks for listening. And if you liked listening to this episode, well, we have good news. You can watch us in person doing some of the things we talk about. Spending time with our animals, doing fun things with our kids, whatever. You can find that on YouTube if you look up The Shellies. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. But most of all, tune in for the next one. We'll talk to you then.